Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I got the sense, talking to people who had spoken to Brady over the course of the last, I would say, two or three weeks, Mike, that uh, Tom Brady heading back to Tampa was probably not something that was going to happen. I know they wanted him back. Just didn't seem like that was really in the cards for a variety of reasons. And then it was like, is he really going to play somewhere else? And by somewhere else, I mean somewhere besides Florida. His children are now in in Florida in the Miami area. I know he wants to be close to them. That is paramount to him. So was he really going to go to Las Vegas, to San Francisco, Mm -hmm. to Tennessee, somewhere else and be away from his kids? That was really the discussion. Ian Rappaport, Tennessee. Ooh. What round pick are they in an upcoming WGR quarterback <laughs> carousel draft? They probably were picked last year. Probably. Weren't they, when he went to Tampa, weren't they, like, did, 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 do you remember, like, all the trying to figure out, like, the clues? And I feel like Tennessee was a good guess for, like... Rivers. That was Oh, okay. That maybe. Was it. Well, yeah. maybe Brady, too. But I remember this, I guess I remember this from that long ago. Okay. That Philip Rivers maybe was going to go there after after Indianapolis, and then he retired instead. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I there was a, in, a a a time where Brady said something about some other team that was in it or something, or, or maybe he said something. Like, I was never going to go there. Oh wait, you're going to keep going with that ble- bleeping guy. Well, that's that that one was. A, a great effort was made to try to figure out who he was talking about. That's that's what I'm referring to. And, and I thought Tennessee was where a lot of people settled on that. Well, there was also the possibility that it was Garoppolo. You're, like ah. you're sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo and right. Ryan Fitzpatrick. When Ryan Fitzpatrick was in Miami, because we knew that Brady wanted to go there, like really you're going to stick, you're going to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick over me. So yeah. there are a, those were a couple of. Uh, this is fun. This is like deep throat. Yeah, and you know Fitz. I don't know how well known this was then, but boy, Fitz this year on TV was pretty public about sort of having a having a problem with Brady for not shaking his hand after they beat him in uh, in uh, 2011. Was that? Yeah, doesn't like him. Yeah, yeah. I think so. If that frostiness was there then, then him referring to Fitz that way would would certainly fit. Well, Brady is going to Fox. And Fox has the Super Bowl, so we'll almost definitely have him involved in this broadcast, which is not good. Like, (laughs) it's not respectable to like, uh, wait, i got to be careful how I word this. It's not respectable to like the idea of Tom Brady in the booth. Maybe? Is that going too far? Like, Do I have to disown friends who think Tom Brady will be a good announcer? What do I I say if he actually is? Because sometimes that happens. In fact, Greg Olson, like... Fox this year, they lose Buck and Aikman. I was not a fan, but still, like, they're kind of a it's – a, it's a big game. It's they're big, big game, game guys. Yes. Yeah, it's a big game sound. Yeah. And so they leave, and I don't think they had anybody who was, like, a big game sound 
team. And so Greg Olson ends up as the number one color guy for Fox, which has the Super Bowl. And early in the season, I would I was putting it like this: this watching the lead Fox game, it's like no one is broadcasting this game. I don't I don't hear any sort of I'm not hearing anything funny. Of course, I'm not hearing anything that interesting. Like it just doesn't sound big. But Olson became a darling. I don't know what your opinion of him is. He was really good in these playoff games, I thought. Like, sharp. The way Romo was, not in the same way, but like Romo, the the book on Romo is that he sort of stopped, he he lost interest. I thought he was garbage on Sunday. Okay. I thought he was horrendous on Sunday. Well. Um, that that you seeing you're seeing articles like that on him that it's just yeah. like he doesn't research like he used to and I don't the, think he knew about Burrowhead. Yeah, I know you said that. Yeah, Maybe. I don't think I've said I don't think I've said that until now. Oh. Um, but it was evident. That I, other people have probably said it. Uh, it was oh. obvious at the end of the game that he had no idea what Travis Kelsey uh, was talking about. Okay, um, the way he reacted to Kelsey saying that just seemed like oh we got Burrowhead now like. Dude, it was a story all week. Anyway, um, well, that bulldog, I, yeah. that kind of thing happens to me. But like, you still are going to get if if that's correct. But you still from Romo, you you want to you want to get those little here's what's going to happen moments. And I don't remember any of that th- anymore. Like that sort of stopped happening, right? Remember the begin the big mm-hmm. excitement about Tony yes. Romo in the first year was yes. yeah. he's like calling out what's going to happen on plays and yeah. That kind of went away, I think. I think a few a few things probably happened. Like you know, it, it, it he probably got smacked for that, and 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 it, or maybe he did, and so like decided to like back off on it because he wanted to make you know everybody happy because you're in the club now. Um, so maybe that happened, but yeah, the the stories about him like just sort of showing up and and not really doing the work anymore um, are are out there this year. And so, you know, maybe it just got like this is easy and I'm getting paid a lot and I don't it's I don't have to really dig in and do the work anymore. Um and I think he sounded like that to me. Um so yeah, I mean it sure, like we all miss stuff. Um but I don't know, I think at that chair you should work to avoid missing things as obvious as everybody in the country talking about Burrowhead. Like how do you miss that? You miss that if you're not paying attention at all to the run up to the game. Yeah, I guess. I think I don't. I don't know how else you could possibly miss it, but you know, whatever. Anyway, we were talking about Olson. Well, I, I, I don't. I don't have a strong opinion. I've seen all the, you know, the, the 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 writing that's been done about him being in this spot he's in, um, but I don't even have like a beginning of the year different opinion from later in the year. I think you know he was he. he you know, he didn't do anything that bothered me, but I also didn't feel like I was getting like a t- like something really great out of him either. Okay, well, I'll be interested in uh, hearing him at the Super Bowl because I thought he made a lot of good observations here, and I'm seeing a lot of positive reviews for him, yeah. uh, which is cool. And like Brady is moving in there, and I don't know, like I, I shouldn't assume, but is there any chance Tom Brady, who has never been interesting, will be interesting in this job? Like, everything is so forced and just, ugh. I, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I shouldn't yeah. assume he won't be good, but I'm not expecting it. I'm not. I'm Neither am I. <laughs> not, I mean, not, just... not, not, neither am I. Um, yeah, so, okay. you know, 
and I don't know what what does that mean to Olsen? You know, like does he just go back to being the number two crew at Fox, or you know, is there somebody waiting to jump on him and move him somewhere else? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, the Sabers are home tonight to Carolina. Really exciting. There hasn't been a game since Saturday. There won't be another one because of the All Star break and this little bye week thing that's structured into the NHL schedule until a week from Saturday, and it's a good opponent. And I said earlier that I had a would-you-take question for Bulldog that he might not like at all, but um, I'm still going to ask it because that's what we do here. Ready? Yep. Would you take a six-game first-round loss to Boston? Sure. Oh, yeah, you're... Well, you can't be mad at the question if you're saying yes to it. <laughs> the, the person who says yes to it sure, uh, yeah, can't I mean, be mad at the question. Yeah, I, I want I, I want them to get in. And I'm not one who's going to worry about what happens when they get there. And if they lose to a team that's having you know, borderline a historically great regular season, uh, you know, okay, I'll, um, I'll take it. I'll take it as progress. I'll take it as them learning, you know, something maybe from those games they'll get to play, the intensity, and we all get to, like, you know, we, we get a couple of home games there, uh, and, and we'll go six, maybe we get three. Uh, yeah, I would I would, I would, would sign up for that, sure. I have to say no. It's a loss to Boston. I've, I got enough of those. I have enough playoff losses to Boston in my bag uh, to sign up for another one, but it would be a great thing, of course, for the playoff drought to end, and then you can go into next year, you know, everybody will talk them up. Yeah, it'd feel to me like it's not as long a drought as the Bills had, but I remember even... Like the the day of the you know the run up to the game the day of the game and even after the game, I wasn't that upset at all that they lost to Jacksonville ten to three or whatever the hell that score was. It's like mm-hmm. the, to me the story was this jubilation we got on New Year's Eve and then the fans showing up in like tens of thousands of fans showing up in Jacksonville for that game. That was the story and. You know, I, I know it was an NFL playoff game, but it the result really didn't matter to me, and a Sabres playoff appearance at this point would feel the same way to me. The Sabres Just get there. The Sabres drought is worse than the Bills drought. Agree? Yes. It's it's yes. definitely worse than the Bills drought. It's a lot harder to not make the playoffs. It's a lot harder. There's a lot more luck in hockey, and you've been gifted four top two picks. In, in in this era and still haven't made it like it's just incredible like it really is sort of not necessarily the worst uh period of time for a team like or drought for a team ever in the NHL but it arguably is in, in this era where you know it, i guess in the 70s or the 80s almost every team makes the playoffs and th- these days it's only half now so they've cut into that a little bit that part is comparable to football now and it didn't used to be yeah that's right but um yeah it's just i'm ready for it to end so is everybody should be a lot of energy in the building tonight uh for for carolina
Yeah, I hope so. I, I meant to look earlier. I, I never got around to it um, just to see, like, what was available like, as far as the, the secondary market or even, like, at the box office. The box office might be the be- better indicator. Like, are there are there seats or are they, you know, go- are they gone? Because they might be gone. They haven't played at home in a while, and they don't play at home, like you said, for a while. So, And they've been good. So maybe that, that trip they just had where they went 3-0-1, um, even got people to like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in. When do they play next? Oh, they only have this one game for. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna go to that game then. Just doing a quick search. Th- there's one obstructed view seat. I see six thousand six hundred dollars. Mm, are you sure that's no, not for that's, the Super that's Bowl? That's the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's actually okay. the Super Bowl. <laughs> Tonight's game is probably less. And I don't think there are obstructed view seats in the arena. I don't believe so. Did you ever sit in them in the odd? I did. Oh yeah, the blues where the the monitor would hang down from the overhang of the oranges, and like so you could because you couldn't see the scoreboard, so they'd have the monitor there so you mm-hmm. could tell what the score was. How about th- that's a different era right there. Right, the TV. I can remember <laughs> the first time I got in there, and maybe I might have even noticed the TVs at some other time when I wasn't in those seats, and thought, "Wow, that's got to be great. You get replays." Yeah, no. So the first time we sat in the upper blues, I'm like thinking, we're going to get replays. Like, no, no, that's no. No, that's not. You're going to get a black and white picture of the scoreboard all night, and the scoreboard doesn't have anything going on at all except the score. Right. And it's probably pretty blurry. (laughs) It was definitely blurry. Just good enough you could tell what the score was and the time. That's just, it served its purpose. That was the purpose. That's correct. Entire purpose. All right, pregame at 6.30 with Paul. We've got lines open until then, 803-0550 for your calls. Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 